0: Welcome once again to another session of Sales Therapy. We're so glad that you've joined us today. We have something extra special for you, something that's long overdue. Um, I I know that everyone's tired of just hearing two dudes talk about all this stuff. So um, we're finally going to get some female perspective in on uh, that intersection of faith and career and family. Um, Jonathan, I'm going to let you take over the intro because you know her much better. So um, take it away.
1: Yeah, so we have a dear friend, uh, Chelsea Stanley, with us today. Uh, Chelsea, we've known each other for a hot minute.
2: Yes.
1: Um, going, going way back. Uh, we've been in friends' weddings. We've been in each other's lives. We've uh, talked trash about each other's spouses. No, I'm just kidding. Tell us, just like give us a quick rundown, right? So you, your your husband and I have the same name. Yes. Um, you also have two daughters um, yes. that are the same ages as our girls. Um, but like, give us just like in two, you know, in two sentences, like, who are you? Why do you, um, you know, why you, Why do you do what you do? Um, and tell us what your favorite ice cream topping
2: is. OK, well, thanks for having me. Um, and I don't ever talk trash about your wife. Just FYI, Sarah, I love you. So no, she's amazing.
1: That's true. true.
2: (laughs) Well, I was born in Connecticut. Uh, We moved here for my dad's job. I um, now I'm in real estate. I know it's crazy. And basically, I started as an admin I was a director of operations since 2014 and Last year, I jumped into production and have done incredibly well with it. And it's been a huge blessing. And I've been married for twelve years, two girls, seven and four, and I have a fourteen year old dog and still we, kicking. she's still kicking. We don't know how she should have she should have passed a long time ago, but she's still <laughs> with us. And um, we love going to church and, spending time together and doing crafts and all that fun stuff. So,
1: yeah. And you not if not as if being a mom, being a wife and working full time was enough, but you just took on a whole nother role, right? You're a
2: teacher. I am. Like, I mean, how do you do it all? Oh. It's um I don't like the word busy, so I say exciting instead. So we have a very exciting life and it's very organized and it's very strategic. So we have very disciplined schedules and we do school a certain time and we do work a certain time. So it's, it's very calculated and it's not always exactly the same day, same time for everything, but it's pretty laid out to where we know, okay, this time, this time we're going to do this. And then on Tuesdays, we're going to do it this time. So it's, it's working and it was definitely a calling. It was not something I was like, I think we should homeschool. It was uh, <laughs> laid on my heart.
1: So, yeah. Well, yeah. That's, <laughs> as you know, there's a teacher and it's something that we've been definitely praying through with our girls as well and trying to figure mm-hmm. all that out. So we may be coming to you for some, some additional <laughs> insight um, here in the future. but. Um, so, you know, one of the things that we really wanted to, to get is obviously a female's perspective on on sales, right? I mean, Lanier and I banter back and forth uh, week after week. And, um, you know, as he mentioned, I'm sure people get tired of hearing the same two people's voices over and over. Um, but we thought, man, like, let's get somebody else's perspective. Let's get somebody um, who's not a guy <laughs> to, to share their insight. So, like, what is it like, you know, being a mom, being a, mo- a wife, being a woman in sales that historically is dominated by men?
2: Um, well, I don't know any different. So it's just what I do. I, I don't know if I have the answers you're looking for, per se, but it's it's very rewarding. And I love doing all the things and pouring into our girls and serving others that's my favorite part of our job of my job is people are trusting me with the largest investment of their life and it's an honor that I get to facilitate that for them and pray over them and pray over that process like it's a huge blessing so just knowing that I get to do what I love and pour into the girls and go at their pace with school and same with John, like John and I, he travels a lot for work. So we have to be super intentional with our relationship too, and playing out date nights. And maybe it's once a month, maybe it's once a quarter, but we're still being intentional with that. So it it's, it's just different. So I don't know what it's like on the man side. I don't think that it's different per se for me. Uh, Cause I just treat everybody the same. In my opinion. Um, I just kind of go off of if they're this personality or they I feel like maybe they need to lead or they feel the need to lead, I'll let them. And I'll kind of lead from the back end and guide the conversation with questions. So it just depends on who we're working with, really, if that makes any sense.
0: Chelsea, I wanna ask this. You were you were working on the the op side, the admin side. And mm-hmm. um I mean that's a nice kind of stable, still very busy and, and crazy, I'm sure, but it's it's a more stable, like, you know what you're going to bring home that month, you know yeah. what the next month's going to bring. So what kind of prompted the decision to say, all right, we're going to leave that behind where we, we know how much money I'm making this month. And we're going to say, Hey, we're stepping out. We may make nothing this month, or we may make a lot more <laughs> this month. Like <laughs> how did you kind of, you and your family walk through that process of going from a very stable job to a very roller coastery or what can be a roller coastery job?
2: Yeah. Um, I think I think it was. It's definitely a calling. I learned from one of the best in the industry, and I was very happy with my career. I enjoyed it very much. I enjoyed the team, um, but I kept feeling this tug on my heart to like do something different, something new. So I wanted to create a company that serves God, that serves others, and allows me to give back to as many charities as I can possibly give to, all at the same time. So starting Georgia Rose Real Estate Group, it allowed me that opportunity to do that and glorify him at like a higher level that I didn't have that opportunity to do with before because I had that limited income. So I couldn't give as much as I wanted to, you know, so it's that was a huge it was me being obedient, really.
0: That's cool. And and being on that admin upside I mean, you still get to pour into people, all that kind of stuff, but but yeah. you don't really get to set company culture. You don't really get to set priorities. So how, how's your mindset shifted going from employee to self-employed and, you know, everything basically about your business that doesn't get you in trouble with Georgia real estate commission, like everything else pretty much is up to you. So Uh what's it been like stepping into a very different role as a business owner?
2: It's awesome. And at first it was terrifying because I'm like, okay, this is like, this is me. It's all me. Um, So knowing that I have such a strong foundation in systems and models and doing all of the things that I was doing, I was very comfortable building what I already knew. So I built off of what I helped create on in my previous role. And then the sky was the limit. You know, we, we, we learn a lot through failure. And we fail quick and we that's how we grow. So we learned a lot through that and we have a team of four and we are just going. We're serving as many people as we can in all different areas of real estate. It doesn't just have to be buying or selling. We do investing. We do rentals. We can help other people rent their house out if they if that's a better option for them financially if they're in a great school district and they have the means to buy another house and rent this one out like we are we're all about helping them build wealth so, so it's it's just really cool to not be in a box not that i was in a box before but it's just like i feel like i had a ceiling and now i don't i don't have a ceiling at all it's just whatever happens
1: <laughs> what is something that you want Mason, and you went Georgia to see, like, in their mom. Like, what's something that to you, like, this is the most important thing? If I fail at everything else, this is the number one thing. Like, I want them to take away from me running my business to, you know, help these charities and all kind of stuff. Like, what is that one thing, you know, that's like that gets you up every morning?
2: This question makes me tear up because my company is named after them. So my company is named Georgia Rose. I have Mason Rose and Georgia Ann. So it's Georgia Rose Real Estate Group. So they are my why. They are my big, they're the reason I do this. And when I think about it, it literally, I'll try not to get emotional on here. But my prayer is that my girls know that that they can do anything they set their mind to, um, to be bold and be strong. And when they look at their mama, I want them to know that, man, she she was obedient to her calling and she leaned in to what God, God called her to do instead of turning the opposite direction because she was scared. That's the biggest, the biggest reason of many, many, many reasons, but that's the biggest one.
1: How have how you feel like this has impacted your relationship with your daughters?
2: Oh, I'll get teary eyed again. Um, they get to see why, why we do it. and. They understand, or they're starting to understand at a deeper level, deeper level that like, it's not just, we're going to go look at houses. No, this is someone's life. And this is where they're going to live with their family and their animals and their, like everything. Like this is, it puts things into perspective through such innocent and pure eyes. It's the coolest thing and thankfully i'm i'm very much referral based so i know my clients ahead of time so oftentimes i bring the girls with me and they get to see firsthand those conversations and those relationships and that banter and like they just get to see it and that's the coolest part and then when we get in the car they have all the questions you know like well where do they live now why did they live in a camper what is this you know
0: <laughs> what's an <laughs> assumable sweet. mortgage mom
2: right <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So who's it's that, really cool.
1: Who's the better closer is it Mason or Georgia?
2: Definitely Mason. She is not scared <laughs> to ask. She'll literally ask him, so what do you think of this one or do you want to buy this house? <laughs> I'm like That's and we're awesome. two minutes in, two minutes in the tour and she's what do you think?
1: <laughs> That's awesome. How do you feel like having that backbone of customer service of operations, you know, has enabled you to have the success, you know, that you've had, um, you know, jumping into the sales side?
2: Well, I think the main reason that our business is successful is because of the customer experiences that we're able to give so it's not just about the service it's the experience that we get to create so are we are we meeting them where they're at that that's literally my favorite part and that's why one of the main reasons why i jumped out of ops is because now i get to have that on like a deeper level with them and it's so rewarding to just have that trust from someone that you may not know as well as you would like to but you get to know them very well. So it's just that customer experience side that's really cool.
0: For you coming from um especially living now in the Bible Belt like where gender roles can be very like cut and dried and people have very strong opinions on those kind of things um yeah. what does that look like for you to kind of wear multiple hats and and how do you kind of deal with the the tension of like well if I give up something over here it means I'm giving up something over here how, how have you worked through that?
2: Right. Well, it's it's definitely challenging at times, um especially if your priorities aren't in line, and our biggest thing is we don't erase, we replace. So, we want to make sure we're not going to just totally delete something out of our life if it's something that's um quality time or something like that, we always make sure that we put it somewhere else if we can't do it right then. So, I One of the big reasons why I like Keller Williams is because of the order they prioritize things, which is faith, family, business. And that's something that I hold very, very near and dear to my heart. And that's how I operate. And when I slip from that, if I put my business first, things don't happen the way they're supposed to happen. I don't see any fruit from any any labor. But the minute I put God first, everything else falls in line every every single thing in life not only business but everything family food shopping whatever it is that needs to get done it gets done
0: so chelsea to to follow up with that a little bit you know talking about being in the south and and a place with a little bit more defined gender roles for some people um especially in real estate i've heard people say and have gotten the impression like anytime a woman is not just being kind of pushed over and not just kind of yielding to everyone else around them. There can be this stigma of like, Oh, well, she's just being like too bossy. She's just being too assertive. Whereas a male realtor doing the exact same thing would just be like, Oh, well they're just doing their job. They're just, they're just, you know, doing good for their clients. Have you kind of bumped into any of that and and how do you overcome some of that I don't know if it's a stigma or just some of that kind of backwards mentality.
2: I think it's a little bit of both to be honest. Um I've had it come up a couple times. I just choose not to pour into that or feed that. I choose to if if it's a male and he is very proud of himself, okay, well then let's be proud of yourself together. And we'll just <laughs> we'll just go that route, you know, if if you need your ego stroked, then let's go. But if you, it doesn't matter as long as it's a win-win for the client. Like I, I don't need bells and whistles. My focus is to help my client and to make them happy and to achieve the goal that they set. And I'm not going to let man or woman stand in that way just because of an ego or because they think they're King Kong or the woman thinks, you know, well, this is a woman's world now and I'm going to rip them a new one or whatever you want to say like I just don't operate that way and and if it does come up then we handle it with grace and we just we win them over per se if that makes sense so we we don't fight them it's not, not a battle it's okay well let's well we can go that way that's fine whatever way it needs to work let's just make it work
0: that you say we don't we don't call it busy we call it exciting how do you set your priorities and make sure that you're not just busy doing busy work but that you're actually taking the the time that you have which again every hour that you're doing real estate stuff and jonathan and i've talked about this a lot we feel the same way like it's an hour i'm not necessarily being a dad so like i, I gotta make sure that hour counts because there's a family of people right. waiting on me to get done with this.
2: Personally. I am old school and I write everything down and I have everything time blocked. So I build a bunker, which means I know myself and I know the distractions I'm going to tell myself. I'm going to be like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. Oh, I need to get a cup of water. I'm going to need snacks. Oh, let me go move that laundry load over real quick because I don't want it to smell weird. Oh, let me go make my bed. I'm going to do everything possible that I think I will come up with an excuse to not do what I should be doing. And that's called building a bunker. And that's what I do. And then I'm super intentional. Whether it be thirty minutes or an hour, I know I'm giving it a hundred percent that time. Because if I don't, what example that goes back to that question? What what example am I showing my girls? Because they're watching me like a hawk. So if I'm not giving it a hundred percent, I can't get mad at them when they don't give a hundred percent because they learned it from me. So it's another level of accountability. From my girls. Like, that's the highest level I can get personally. I I have a coach, and it's nothing compared to my kids. They look at me and they're like, Well, why didn't you do that? If I need something done, I'll say, Hey, make sure mommy does this, or else I can't play with you later, or we can't paint later. That's a whole nother level. They're going to be on you like white on rice. So,
1: (laughs) yeah, that is very true. Yeah. My work from home days. It's, are you done yet? It's five o'clock. You said you're going to be done at five. Right. It's, it's 545. Why are you still working?
2: Yeah. And it it goes also like with your calendar, if you are like super, super busy or exciting times are happening, put in your calendar from your kids, like daddy, I'm waiting or mommy, I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting. Mm -hmm. And if you hear that, if, even if you can record their voice. I mean that'll that'll
1: whip you into shape pretty quick. One of the se- the segments that we do on our shows, we call it the Holy Hustle. We always mm-hmm. try to tie um, we always tie scripture into what we're talking about, right? Because um, at the end of the day, our conviction is that the Bible is the living, breathing Word of God, yep. and without it, you know, we would feel like we really wouldn't have a purpose for what we do. Um, and so, saying that, knowing that. Is there, like, it doesn't have to be one, it doesn't even have to be a specific one, but, like, is there a scripture that, like, you you run your, I mean, your world by, right? Like, something that you live and, and die by.
2: Yes, there's a couple. Um, I'm going to get it wrong. Hold on. I know there's one in Colossians, and that's about basically everything that we do, It we we work into the Lord. So everything that we do is for him and it's to glorify him. And that's, that's what we're, our main verses for Georgia Rose and then sistering that are the fruits of the spirit. So if we can exemplify the fruits of the spirit to everyone that we come in contact with and shine his light, it doesn't have to be them on the head with a Bible, but it's our actions that are doing the talking, not our words. And uh, that's our, that's our biggest thing.
0: I think you might be better at our podcast than we are. Cause I'm thinking now like, man, we should have framed our whole customer service episode around the fruits of the spirit, because that really is the blueprint to good <laughs> customer service. Yes. If you just do those things, like you're going to provide an unbelievable customer experience. You know, it's, it's fairly easy to hold to your principles and do things what you consider the right way when things are good it can be a little bit harder when maybe the pipeline's not as full as you'd like for it to be. And so, even in the time that you've been in real estate and, and kind of seen a shift towards a slower market, um, how do you kind of keep the main thing the main thing, even as things are kind of maybe not accelerating in the market around you?
2: I think as our, it's our job as agents to educate our people. And The media is not doing a great job of educating people about interest rates. They are scaring people, and that's terrible. Interest rates, yes, they are higher than 2%. However, they're not terrible. They're just higher than what we're used to. High, in my opinion, is like 10% and higher. Because back in the day, they were like 18%, and people were still buying houses because they have to. They have to. So if we are educating them and saying, no, like historically we're right where we need to be, and this is actually good for our economy, then it, it helps people understand. And yes, you can buy your interest rates down. I mean, that's a whole other podcast, I feel like, but it's, it's not, it's not bad. And I feel like when we are doing our calls and and touching our people and just checking on them and being a human, like, Hey, you crossed my mind today. I don't know Why? but i'm just checking on you and you're just checking in that's when it naturally happens that's when your success happens because you're being genuine and you're being authentic and you're offering value to them and taking that fear away does that make sense
1: yeah Definitely. do you think do you think being in the role that you're in now like in sales and being your own boss provides you almost almost kind of like that comfort of like knowing like, Hey, like I can genuinely call this person and check on them because I feel that I need to do that. And like, this is my shop. This is my, my company. So I'm, you know, I can do this. Um, Cause you know, there's a lot of people that are out there that are selling for someone else or selling for, and they have to hit a certain, you know, quota. Um, And that, you know, and I, you know, I was definitely in that, that role for a long time of, you know, I got I got to sell this much to make this person happy. Right. Um, but do you think that that's something that like one of the advantages um, you know, of running your own own company?
2: I think so, for sure. But I also think it goes into what model are you using to grow your business? Are you growing your business? based on the people you already know and you're building referrals or are you are you paying for leads cuz that's a totally different model and that's a totally different conversation you can't call up a stranger and say hey how are you they don't know you they don't care they're probably going to hang up on you so it it really just depends on what model you run and and what you're what you're passionate about cuz people can feel that over the phone and if you're not genuinely excited to talk to them or concerned or whatever the word is, they're gonna pick up on that. People are not stupid. They can feel that through the phone. They can feel when you're smiling. They can feel when you're frustrated. They can feel if you don't love your job. So it just depends on what, what your model is. So for my model to answer your question in short, um, yeah. is a referral model. So I I do call those people. I mean, I do have a system, it's called DTD2, and it basically breaks down quarterly who I'm going to call and what what I'm going to say and that kind of thing, um, just to stay in touch with people. And I try to keep up with them on social media. And like, if they have any life events, I want to be able to congratulate them and and make it extra special.
1: That's neat. I definitely think that's a much better way than what I'm used to, what I was used to of uh, just cold calling the heck out of someone until they said yes. Woo.
2: That is not my so- model. <laughs>
1: For the listeners of ours that are out there that um, are doing both I definitely recommend the referral model <laughs> um, and if it's not Chelsea you talk to it's linear because I think both of y'all have done a great job of, of figuring that out um, so kudos it's
0: so- more fun to talk to people who don't hate that you just called them that's for sure
2: <laughs> a little more pleasurable
0: <laughs> yeah a little bit thanks for thanks for building a bunker for um for this time with
2: us uh, <laughs> yeah, <so. laughs> absolutely thank you for having me I didn't tell you my ice cream flavor or whatever it's oh called. yeah oh, yeah it's weird so it's caramel and chocolate syrup and then you know those small marshmallows oh yeah those with whipped cream
1: I have to shamefully admit that last night um we, had got, we went to the John Chris show, which yeah. so did Lanier, and, and everybody, I feel like, that we know in Gwinnett County. Um, but afterwards, Sarah and I went out uh, for dessert, and um, I ate an entire chocolate sundae by myself. <laughs> I don't think That's there's any shame it. needed there at all. Yeah, no shame no, whatsoever. I'm
2: proud of you. Not My fitness
1: man. journey begins tomorrow. <laughs>
0: it was saturday you were in a different zip code calories don't count when you're in a different zip code you're fine
1: yeah true. it was very true i loved every second of
0: it we want to give big thanks to pat sullivan for providing the music for this episode find him at it's pat soul on instagram and we want to give a big shout out again to katie moody for the design work that she put into our logo our graphics packages uh katie can be found at katie moody photo on instagram
1: so that'll do it this uh, this week for us here on Sales Therapy. Uh, I'm Jonathan. I'm Lanier. And we will see you at our next session.